Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, uh, or in this case, uh, I don't know, is it kids? Is it racist to make up hieroglyphics? That's the question we're gonna have to ask today. Probably. Yeah, it doesn't other feel things good. In this episode that feel more racist, but yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. say it's not racist. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a little more depth in a minute. Uh, but first, I'm Zach, and joining me are Simon. Hello. Is this the first time we got you on a Turbo episode? I think I was on like the one of the first episodes, like episode two. You were on and the now first movie. Yeah, I was yeah, on you were in the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. All right, well, you're back yeah. uh, to the, the the show we've now decided we all love, except for yeah. Lexi, who quit. Fuck all who y'all. Quit, Lexi, Lexi who me quit the podcast. She can't it, and <laughs> yeah. now I'm alone. By the way, uh, a couple people have asked, um, about like various uh, members of the podcast. Matt is just very busy. He'll, we'll have him back at some point for a guest uh, role. Lexi will be back, but not on Turbo. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she, not, she can't stand us liking Turbo is the problem. Which is <laughs> Imagine yeah. there was a piece of media you hated and all your friends liked it, and you weren't, let's say, like, you know, another friend of mine, you weren't up to, like, arguing about it every week. So <laughs> fair. That's totally fair. Hey, Simon, how you doing, buddy? Hey, you I'm fine. I like punishment, I guess, so here I <laughs> am. <laughs> Yay! Uh, also, you're stuck inside, so you got nothing better to do. Um, yep. Also, we have Fabby. Hey, motherfuckers! <laughs> Okay. That's the energy uh, she's bringing yeah, to this podcast. That's, that's my new brand. It's my new brand, yes. <laughs> Just going to neg the listeners all episode long. <laughs> Fuck you, listen to me. It's my new new energy, my new brand. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, and we've got Emily. Sup, nerds? It's me. Oh, good. Is that You're doing great. Right? Okay, which... I'm, 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 like, mildly <laughs> aggressive. I'm, like... Of- I'm, I'm like child children's school You're like, like show aggressive. To be aggressive. Yeah. Of Fabby and Emily, who is Balkan, who is Skull. Uh, she's uh, she'd think, be the leader, right? So Bulk, I guess, and I'd be Skull. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. That's fair. Not bad. 
I'm like I'm like Skull in this episode who's just like given into existential dread who's like I don't fucking care anymore. Boy, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit, but yeah. The Skull mm-hmm. I mean we could talk about it a little bit. Bulk and Skull are monkeys this season. Mm-hmm. Uh they are ADRing <laughs> all their lines, and it sounds like they probably gave them everything they wrote for them the whole season is, and is they it did ADR it in about when you're fifteen just, minutes. When you're just dubbing over it. It's that's, additional that's dialogue it recording. Yeah. And okay, yeah, sure. it's when they record it after the fact and like dub it in there. Um is, it, are, and, is like is like all anime ADR then that's English? Well, they just call that dubbing. Mm-hmm. ADR is mm-hmm. usually for like Live when Okay. Yeah, for especially when like so if you're recording uh like they do have to do ADR for dubs sometimes in anime cuz they'll be like yes. we we thought the line was going to fit but it's not so you have mm-hmm. to come back in and like Yeah, yeah, that would probably be ADR it. but typically I hear it used referred to like when you're shooting a scene next to a jet engine or something where yeah. the the audio isn't recordable on site yeah. you have to put it in Yeah, afterwards. I knew that was ADR. I just yeah. figured like because these are like yeah. characters who aren't voiced on set ever. I don't know. I just, right. gave it, I just well, thought so, of it as dubbing, but yeah. Right. It's not so, important. Well, Why are we talking about no, it? It's fine. Uh, Either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but the point I was going to make is that they... I, I Both of those guys are, are pretty good actors, at least for Power Rangers, and Skull mm-hmm. obviously is a, like a Shakespearean actor, but ADRing is basically voice work, which is a different thing. And Skull in particular really just sounds like he's reading them off cue cards with like no inflection whatsoever which if I you read love it well, well that's what i was gonna say is if you read into that it does sound like he's just like i guess i'm a monkey now who whatever <laughs> fuck it <laughs> that was too yeah um but so we've got a little bit of things to talk about this week <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and venture a guess that our things are going to be coronavirus related for at least a little while. Uh, this one, if, uh, if you, do, if you buy comics, uh, you might know, or maybe not. I don't know how, how close people keep tabs on this kind of thing. There's a company called Diamond, which is basically the only distributor for comic books to comic book shops. Uh, oh, yeah. And by distributor, I mean the person who actually gets them there. Um, and and so they have a little bit of a de facto monopoly and control a lot of that space. Uh, Diamond has shut down while the coronavirus happens, which is really screwing with comic books in general. But in particular, uh, Boom, the company that makes uh, Power Rangers uh, comics as well as the Power Rangers uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover that's fucking in the middle of it, which I'm very upset about, um, has announced they are going to be halting uh, single-issue release printings uh, because there will be no no one to take them to the store, basically. <laughs> like, they can't do anything with them, so they're going to stop printing them. Makes um, sense. Which I understand. The, the thing that I'm frustrated by is that they are also not going to be releasing digital issues which i i under i get because then you would like why would you ever buy the physical copies Mm because they're you know six issues ahead in digital but that's a bummer they're they're 
basically just going to stop making comic books until yeah. this whole thing uh, uh, blows over. They are going to continue to release on digital trades, which makes sense because trades are always like backdated. They're, you know, all that stuff's already been out. Now they're just releasing it as a collection. Um, so it's kind of a weird thing, but it, I guess it makes sense. But this also made me think about uh, the fact that Power Rangers filming is uh, like very like of the moment. They film that shit like right before um, it gets it gets aired, basically. Oh yeah. So I wonder if uh, if this thing goes on for a while, if next season will be impacted or maybe even canceled. I'm really curious about that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Cause I know that movie production has been fucked up pretty badly by this stuff. Mm. Uh, but I don't know about TV stuff really. Cause I don't follow it. I Anybody know, know that I haven't noticed yet. Any show got go on hiatus because of this. I know that the current beast morphers run has three more episodes before the hiatus that lasts, you know, six months. Right. So presumably they've already shot that. And yeah, that then, much stuff must be done. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, you know, I, I, uh, obviously when we're going to be talking about this stuff, this is all like tiny, tiny potatoes next to, you know, the actual virus itself. But it's interesting to note all the things that it's fucked up. Like that's not something I would have thought of, but there you go. You can't even get it on, uh, your digital version. So, um, Rough. yeah, it's, and also, and again, this is so selfish, but the next fucking issue of the Power Rangers uh, a Ninja Turtles crossover was gonna have a fucking Ninja Turtles Megazord and now we won't get to see that for who knows how God long. Damn it. <laughs> and I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the people working on these comics are like pretty disappointed about it too. Yeah, like, oh, I wanna, yeah, like, yeah. You know, work on this, draw it out, like get it out there, get people's feedback, get yeah. work, you know. And I'm hoping, you know, this stuff is very up in the air her employer but um i think boom is fairly good with their employees so i hope they keep everybody on and continue to to um to pay them but we'll see it i guess it depends on how long this stuff lasts anyway moving on from a bummer to another kind of bummer which is an episode of power rangers oh, turbo <laughs> oh you admit it huh i mean i mean <laughs> so there's some stuff in this episode that's questionable but i think like it's it's really good I, here's my ways. thing about this <laughs> this episode. Uh, Fabi was a little disappointed, I think, because there's not very much Elgar in it, which is valid, absolutely valid. I think it's valid. Yeah. Uh, the reason I, I am like, valid. Thank you for confirming yes, you are, that. You are valid. The thing mm. I like about this episode is it gives us a weird amount of lore, and we're going to yeah. talk about that yeah. as we get into it. See, I just love how fucking crazy this episode is in terms of like all the weird shit that happens all the actors that like it like really small spotlights like the professor peabody and the yep. the, the yeah. irritated customer mm-hmm. i like yeah. um like the fight scenes are really well done i like uh just how silly it is like when the little kid like beats up the monster <laughs> so oh yeah that's really cute yeah, yeah that's and, when, good. Yeah. and when you see like you see like all the different like things that the scepter does to like the you see like I mean, like, it's questionable, uh, the accuracy of those hieroglyphics, but 
it's really good to see the fucking juice bar sign. <laughs> it's like oh, these yeah, weird that was hieroglyphics. Well, so, and like so the we'll neon, like, it, it was just, it was just really funny. Yeah. So <laughs> open. Uh, okay. Real quick. They have in fact established that Adam works at an amusement park, but well, I he works forgot. as a stunt man. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. He, he works I as a no stunt idea. man. I had no idea. I actually oh, didn't. Yeah. Don't, like, and this is when he first shows up there. I didn't know right away it was him. Michael brought yes. it up that like, well, like when they're first talking about what they're going to do after high school, he mentions he's going to be a stun man. He he does say that. I forgot, and we open on a scene of a man. Okay, so there's a bunch of like, quote unquote, ancient okay, Egyptian I, stuff. I, I wanna, as the only non-white person of this podcast, I wanna yes. give a quick heads up disclaimer. Um, none of us are Egyptian. None of us are from anywhere near that region. Uh, so what we say that may or may not be racist or uncomfortable, take it all with a grain of sand. But what? At least personally, while I didn't see anything that felt out and out completely racist, maybe yellow. I can't tell if it's not even yellow face, but I can't tell if it's like Egyptian face. But there's definitely sus stuff in. Well, so to me, at at the very least, there's there's non-Egyptian actors depicting Egyptian characters. Yes, right, and. Ah, but part of me, and this part, this part should go fuck herself, but part of me is like, well, they're not playing Egyptian characters, they're playing stuntmen playing yes. Egyptian characters, right. and then mm-hmm. those type of film shows, they always get, like, whoever they can, they get, but also, fuck you, show, do better, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. I will say, um, so, so we're looking at a, like, basically a, uh, a, st- a stunt show. Have you ever been to like yeah. Disney and you can see the like Indiana Jones stunts show yeah. and stuff and, like and that. Like what I'll say about this show, like um, it's a shame that there is like some questionable stuff about it because it is really good. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. good stunt work. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a high production value stunt show yeah. for yes. what, the thing that happens in the park. For yeah. maybe free, not clear, but yeah. Well, no, uh, I mean, I've been to, uh, when I was a child, uh, I, my parents took us to, um, God, what's, uh, SeaWorld, which, yes, fuck SeaWorld, but I was a child, I'm holding on against me. And you don't, uh, little kids They don't had, like, I don't, they had, like, a, a knockoff Waterworld stunt show there. Like, I don't think they had the rights, but it was very, like, post-apocalyptic, and there were, like, uh, tricks on, on jet skis and jumps and, like, explosions. It felt, like, kind of the same budget as this, and there was a show they were doing daily, if not a couple times a day. Yeah, yeah. Can't totally. Yeah. water or worlds, so they were in the clear. <laughs> What, what I really love about this whole setup of Adam being a stunt show person and what I really want, which they probably will not do, is like a common stunt show uh, in Japan is like Sentai. Like they'll yeah. show Sentai shows. Yeah, totally. Yes. Wouldn't it be cool if there's an episode where like, we're doing a Power Rangers stunt show and we want to cast you as the Green Ranger. And he's like, uh... <laughs> no, they, yeah, even <laughs> better, they should cast him as like the Red Ranger and then he's mm. just roasting Tommy the whole time. That would be yeah. great. And there's people in the crowd like, this is even better than the usual Red Ranger. This is awesome. <laughs> this is a kind of a tangent, but uh, one of the early, I think like the first 10 
episodes of Sailor Moon is they go to an amusement park and there's a tokusatsu stunt show, except one of the people turns into an actual monster, which is a good setup. I think, I think Sentai or Power Rangers as an entertainment form doesn't get mentioned on the show until the episode where they get the kind of, I haven't seen it in years, the maybe racist episode where they get like, a tape from yes. like a Sentai that's, show. Yeah, that's that's the Dino Thunder. I think it might be like a milestone 500th episode of the franchise or something yeah. like that. And it's the Dino Thunder cast that get a tape of the Sentai Dino Thunder is based on. And they're that's like, these guys in Japan have made a show based on us. It's weird. And that's it's, weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the lesson of the episode is that like they're both good but different. But it is weird because <laughs> the setup is... They based it on us, which is yep. like, yeah. <laughs> and the show, <laughs> anyway. the show, the episode they're watching, or the show, or maybe it's a different episode, has like an American tourist character. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so back back on track. Uh, Never. We are set up with a uh, with a stunt sh- Egyptian themed stunt show that Adam is part of, and. What I wanted to say real quickly is, though I don't know, uh, I am not Egyptian, so I can't speak on it. I am reminded because it's all this, like, Egyptian-themed stuff, but is obviously just, like, not based on anything real other mm-hmm. than the general aesthetic. Yeah, which, it's just all the stereotypes. Everything you expect is there. You well, know, it's, it's, gods it's with like, animal it's, heads. And, it's like right. when you play a video game and you get to the Egypt level. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Mario great. Odyssey Egypt level. No, it doesn't mean it's good. I'm just saying, the, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's the, Egypt in the way that, like, pop culture has an Egypt theme that they put into the, things. Yeah, the thing that it reminded me most of is when games and, and movies put in, like, Native American imagery that's Ugh. just kind of a pastiche. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, a lot of that stuff is, is, religious or, or very deeply culturally important and then they're yes. just like i don't know this looks like that sort of yeah so my guess is that this isn't great but we don't don't know enough for to say for sure anyway um the big set piece of this uh stunt show is a bad man uh who you can tell is bad because he growls a lot uh <laughs> trying to Steal a big staff that basically is a giant magnifying glass. It's the Indiana Jones thing, basically. It totally is, yes. Yep. Where he uses the staff to magnify the light. Yeah, it's yep. that. Um, Adam comes in with some other guys, uh, and he's like, ha, stop that right there. And then they have a really cool, fun martial arts fight. Um, this is the point where I note that I had forgotten the whole thing about Adam working at a stunt show. Yeah. And I w- and they are just in a park with like Egyptian stuff set up. They're clearly yeah. outside. And knowing <laughs> how bad this show gets sometimes, I was like, is this are they about to tell us this is ancient Egypt and this that is like not how- exactly the same thing. I was like, this this better not be Adam's Egyptian ancestor in the yeah, past. Yeah, that's right what there. I thought was going to happen. <laughs> and for, for me, as soon as I saw Adam, I'm like, "Oh, it's a stunt show." It's funny yeah. that you guys had these different reactions. Where like you didn't really think about it. I, I, yeah. I will, so, so actually, the thing that killed me the most is what happens is uh, Adam plants the the uh, steals the staff back and plants it uh, where the sun shines onto this guy, and he screams no. 
and explodes in a big pile of gold glitter. And, it's so good. And again, good. me thinking they were presenting this as something that was happening was like, boy, even no. for this show, that's a bad <laughs> special effect. Zach. Oh, Zach. <laughs> Question. Do they only do this show once a day or does their stage rotate? It probably, if it's anything like real theme park shows, they probably do it. Mm, actually, I was going to say they probably do it a couple times a day since it seems short. Unless it yeah. was like a really long show, maybe they only yeah. did it once or twice a day. But my, point short, is, as part, yeah. my point is, as part of their show, the sun has to shine exactly through that thing onto the bad guy. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it's probably a fake light. I don't know. It's at noon. The show's at noon. That's all I have okay. to do. Yeah, it's it's only at noon. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, like, just real real, real quick plug to uh, another audio entropy podcast. Uh, me and me and Fabby do a D&D on Strangers with Fiction. We do a D&D campaign. Strangers with Fab- Fiction? Strangers Fiction. And uh, the whole thing about Fabby's character is that all her spells look like fake special effects. And I'm just, I thought of that when I saw this explosion of glitter. <laughs> and we're like, that's what, what, what her fireball would look like. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so the, uh, they, they bow and then we get, uh, we do get one of my favorite recurring gags, which is, again, that Diva Tox's periscope can come out of anywhere. It's so yep. good. Uh, I love it. And it, it just pops I out of a little birdbath. I predicted, not pre- we remember it and write it up one episode before it happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we cut back down to, or cut down to uh, um, the submarine. And we do we get Elgar cleaning Porto's uh, face porthole in the back, which is fine. Um, uh, oh man, Divatox is yelling. So first of all, she just yells "Ur Ancient Egypt," which is very funny. <laughs> sans in context, <laughs> just that she hates but, it, I guess. Like the thing is, we're about to learn that this is the equivalent of her finding a. F- photo of her ex just being happy and only and I, it's like the context no, that reminds it, her of it, that it's not even that it's her finding it's her seeing people no okay i got it it's people being like hey diva talks let's go to the arby's and saying like no my ex used to work at the arby's fuck the yeah. arby's yeah that's yeah. A good <laughs> exactly um and we, we mentioned that there's not a lot of Elgar in this, but there is a lot of Diva Talks stuff, and yes. I really love that. Like she's Diva doing Talks good in this episode. That's true. I re- I did like that. So we now we briefly we have to go to Zach's lore corner. This is this is Zach's lore corner. Because what we find out is that Diva Talks. Her first failed marriage, uh, of how many we are not told, though at mm-hmm. least two, they do reference uh, Malagor in this episode, mm-hmm. um, was to a creature called Pharaoh, is what they say. Yeah. Um, Great name for a monster, by the way. Really imaginative, guys. So mm-hmm. here's the deal. They call him up and he just shows up, which... I think I thought, implies, I, thought, I thought they like kidnapped him or something. Well, well, yes, but what I'm saying is, it's it's not that long ago she dated an ancient Egyptian monster. There's a thousand just a years guy. Ago, they said or something, two thousand or something like that. No, 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 no. 
I don't think they say that at all, do they? They, they mention thousands. They mention. Oh, do uh, they? Okay, all right. I was because which is not long enough for it to be ancient Egypt. Well, but no, yeah. but what I was going to say is, to me, it seems like there's just a guy somewhere who sort of happens to look like ancient Egyptian <laughs> well, I mean, stuff. What I'm saying is that he is because, like, Egypt was like bef- like BC, like. That's way yeah. more than like. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Okay, she's gonna say a thousand years ago. So yeah, yeah. that means that's not right. I mean, so she that means it was, it was the Middle number. Ages. The, the, the pharaoh was clearly just an ancient Egypt enthusiast back then because it was already <laughs> ancient history. <laughs> he he probably ran the fucking oh, British Museum. <laughs> he was the worst villain of them all. He was an Egyptologist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was a he was a uh, a grave robber, basically. Um, yeah. So she says she she he still owes her a favor, so she's going to use him to uh, to kill the Power Rangers, and that she just happened to remember it now because you know yeah, Egypt and she stuff. has a really weird line where she's like, "Ah, oh, revenge is sweet, no matter how politically incorrect." And I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> does she realize that they're being a little bit politically incorrect with the Egypt stuff, or like, yeah, I'm confused? Like, maybe <laughs> we're gonna pull out all the stereotypes to get my revenge in this episode, guys. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> the line that made me not like the episode or like put me in a bad mood because I was like. Well, if you know, show don't fucking do it. Space space pirates can't do anything anymore. Like yeah, they no. keep. Mm. Mm. He's, Mike <laughs> mentioned writers. like, what what does that line even mean? And also, don't do politically correct humor in like you know like political correctness humor in Power Rangers. Like, don't make yeah. fun of that. Don't bring it. Don't bring it up. Like, I would <laughs> it, the line doesn't make sense even even like at face value. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Divatox calls Pharaoh, um, and, yeah, he just shows up. They don't, oh, I guess they do, uh, yeah, okay, they kidnap him, because he says he's prisoner on, uh, on the ship. Yeah, but um, it's weird because there's no like before that she just said she'd call him and ask him for a favor, and then it turns immediately into somehow she's bound him to her will, and he has to do what yeah. she says. Also, now. he mentions eh. that he had a meal of scarab beetles and monkey brains, and I'm not sure yeah, how to that's take racist. that. No, that's yeah. racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I can tell you that's racist. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I had a feeling. So, uh, Diva talks at this point. Uh, oh wait! First, let me describe Pharaoh because oh, it's. I just saw it's... something. This episode was directed by Paul Schreier the second. Oh, oh cool. that's why. Because in the mm. outtakes at the end, you see him on the sub with Divatox. I was like, "That's weird. Why, why was he there?" I guess there that's he directed it. Yep. Um. So. Uh. So Pharaoh is weird. He his back looks like a cobra or like manta ray. Okay, like a so stingray. I'm, I'm gonna do the Car Ranger Garage okay. later. But I will say one thing: this guy has nothing to do with Egypt in the car. He doesn't. Nature. Yeah, that's the thing. He looks mm. more like some kind of sea creature, maybe. But um, he has like well, an aristocrat look. He, he his, his 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 whole thing is he's the best um, Bozak at finding things. He's like an appraiser. Okay, that okay, sort of makes sense. Because magnifying glass, yeah, and the he basically has stuff, a big yeah. ma- magnifying glass. Yeah. Um, and then his front, yeah, he has like a uh, like an ascot like built into his face, which is yep. weird. That I I don't like that. Uh, 
And yeah, he has a little monocle looking thing. So pretty much what we're saying is there was no reason for any of the Egypt stuff at all in this episode. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> well, except his no. name is Pharaoh. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like his name like... didn't have to be Pharaoh. <laughs> like he's, he, he looks he, like a European. It's, it's, it's not like they watched Vicentai, and in Vicentai there was clear Egypt stuff, and then they, no, yeah, it wasn't. It's also <laughs> not like they got a real monster, and they said, well, we're using the famous monster, Pharaoh, so <laughs> might as well make this. No, they made up that name, Simon. They couldn't. They okay. poo face. <laughs> uh, they should have. better. Because that's what he is. Yeah. That would have been more true to his character. Yeah, fair. So uh, this is the point where she says, she says, oh, that he owes her a favor, and that quote, "I wasted a century in therapy after you dumped me." Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) big fucking mood. A couple things. So this is why Diva Talks is good. She's relatable. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, I guess Diva Talks is. Either immortal or super long lived. She's an alien. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, okay. well, that's the thing. Like, like that. Rita was, but Rita's a witch, so that's fine. Also, it's, it's, is... it's yeah, it's going to be established later in in space that humans do live on other planets. So Divatox is presumably just human, but just but... lives forever for some reason. Yeah, yeah, because okay, she's sure. evil space person. I mean, so. not necessarily. Yeah. She doesn't have to. Be. She could be Inquirer. Uh, inquiry. Um, oh yeah, because she, well, she is Demetria's sister, so right, they, yeah. they're from and, the and same like, planet. And like aliens, like like there's a there, what's his name like in in uh, in a uh, time force is named Trip or something. He's an alien, and all he does is have green hair, and he's yeah. just like yes. powers. But he looks Accurate, like a human. Yeah. Like whatever, right. he, she could be an alien. We don't know. So anyway, she she mm. lives a very long time, and she went ahead mm. and. Uh, <laughs> and so, had I mean, a century of therapy. Yeah, I mean, and Fuck. look at, l- take a second. Yeah, like, there's moves. a nice, there's a nice <clears> close <throat> up of uh, Pharaoh's face at three minutes forty nine seconds into this episode. Just look at him and think, it devastated Divitox to be dumped by that thing. Listen, she's a yeah. monster fucker. Leave her alone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I'm I just wondering posted, at this point. I posted on Twitter yesterday that the orcs from Shining Force 2 can get it. And they look like that, giant pigmen. That's so. fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I'm willing to concede that Pharaoh might be devastating in bed is what I'm gathering here. <laughs> <laughs> devastating. The things he can do with his lipless mouth. <laughs> yeah, so Pharaoh's face is like a normal standard monster face, except for the fact that he doesn't have lips, so you just see human-looking teeth, but also mm-hmm. the mouth doesn't move, and boy, I don't like that. Pharaoh no. is a power bottom. <laughs> yes, sure. I mean, he's extremely bottom. That's very clear from this episode. He takes a uh, strap real well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Pharaoh... Um, Oh, right. So I was going to say, my last question about the therapy. Do you think it was a hundred years with the same therapist? Or she went through a bunch of different people? Well, I think she went through a lot of different people. I think she went through a couple at, at the beginning. And then she found like a good alien therapist to, to help her through her shit. And stuck with that one for like 70 years, 40 years, something like that. That's not bad. Uh, so in any case... Uh, he, 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 she tells him, you know, I need you to help me kill the Power Rangers. Uh, he's like, oh, the Turbo Rangers? Oh, they're going to kick your butts in. 
and he bas- she basically is like, I won't return you to where I got you unless you do it. Um, he says, fine, I've got a staff and I'm not afraid to use it, which is very funny. Uh, and <laughs> she sends him to the amusement park to set a detonator. Um, a detonator. Again, they've been so close several times. I would still keep using it. No, but I'm just mentioning because because there's a part in this episode where the Rangers are like, "Oh, it's a detonator." It's so I love that. Good. That is good. <laughs> I I I think it's funny that like okay. Rita had a lot of different plans, but really they were mostly distract the rangers while my monster smashes things. Uh, Diva Tox has just sort of boiled it down to, I'm going to put a bomb. <laughs> they know I'm going to put a bomb, but I'm going to do some other shit that makes them have to deal with that before they deal with the bomb. Now, So Diva Tox is work. a bomber. So like, do you think she's got like a signature in her bombs like a lot of bombers do in real life? Yeah, it's a fish. I, it's like a, a fish. It's just a fish. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Perfect. Uh, also, again, her plans would work super well if she just set the timer for like I don't know two minutes instead of eighty uh, hours. She could just set the timer to zero seconds and blow yeah. like the guy she wants to kill up at the same time. Right. Also. That's Send the, the other subplot of this. They, uh, listen, all life is precious, but those parantas seem to be be very easy to obtain. The subplot <laughs> of this is that she is trying to get him killed actively. <laughs> So, yeah, just have it have a no timer on it and then your problem solved. So, uh, anyway, she wants people to be there when it blows up. Yeah, I guess so. So he goes backstage uh, to the uh, little amusement park area where the uh, the play happened or play. This is so fucking stupid. I love it. (laughs) Also, (laughs) we learned that he apparently lives in a plywood cabin filled with bad. Uh, sorry, Egyptian props because he says this place looks just like my home. Yes, yeah, apparently. He sets down a the detonator, which looks like a pyramid because, as we've previously established, oh, every single bomb I get every it single now. bomb that Porto mm. makes is bespoke. Porto is an uh, artist? You, yeah. will, you will not you, sir, you will not stifle his creativity. He has is beautiful it, hands. It's really weird to me that they bothered to make multiple props it's so, instead it's of good. just. Ma- it's it's. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the point is, the the point is to hide the bombs, and also there's a whole scene later on where they're looking for the bomb among all the props. So yeah, this is a good sense. scene. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, I love what happens here though because like. Uh, sorry to take it away from you a little bit, Zach, but Adam shows up, and this monster's plan is not to just immediately zap him, <laughs> but to, like, pretend to be a prop, it's and then the he, loses, he loses his weapon, which he, which later reveals that it's his only source of strength. <laughs> I mean, why, did, why did he let this happen? <laughs> I think Pearl is maybe the worst monster we've ever seen, yeah. not, in the, not in the same way that the horse faucet monster I, was I the worst, my... in the way that He's the most incompetent one. I retract my power button. Comment. There's nothing powerful about this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's here's the thing. I love because here's here's what basically is happening. Here is the meta layer to this. The only reason 
that his plan works, which is to just stand still until Adam leaves, is that his body looks like a shitty prop. You yeah. understand? <laughs> if he looked like an actual biological being, this wouldn't work. So it only works because aliens in Power Rangers are made of paper mache. Okay. Also, his staff just happens to be absolutely identical to the prop they use in the show for the no yeah. reason that's ever explained. Yeah, it's very funny. Well, the thing is, they sort of imply that this staff is an ancient art, like known ancient artifact. Oh, and that's why the other one looks like it. But that also doesn't make sense. So whatever. (laughs) Um, In any case, Adam just takes the staff from uh, from Pharaoh, who's still standing there. And then he calls over Mr. Peabody, his boss, I guess. I don't know. Well, I think he's the person who's like they've. The prop master? It it doesn't make any sense. I I know. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. He feels like he's like. Well, he's, he's Mr. Peabody, or there's a doctor, because it kind of seems like he's like maybe an Egypt, like he's like an Egyptologist. Is he lending they... them actual artifacts for the show, and he has that's what it is? Like they're using real antiquities for this. But that doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. It just he seems like he's, he's like I don't know. Maybe because I've been playing Animal Crossing, but he has blathers energy of a no, bladder. Yeah, he, he, does. Does, he does mm. later. Ref- he starts referring mm-hmm. to the objects in here by like catalog names. Yeah. yeah. So he. He does seem like these props that are back there are not just like paper. It's very confusing. I, I don't guess he could be a theater like, guy, though, and then she just theater inventory. But like, yeah, I mean, that, that makes more sense. I think he's just a prop master who may take his job way too seriously. That yeah. could be it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. So so Adam says he was looking for the Pharaoh's staff, uh, and that he's going to take it home and uh, clean it up. Um, and Mr. Peabody says, that's fine, but you have to sign it out, uh, to take it home with you. There's a bunch of shots of Pharaoh's face as he realizes how completely fucked he is, which (laughs) is very funny because again, his face can't move. Mm -hmm. So you are just projecting (laughs) what he is feeling, but it's, it's Pharaoh is truly a mirror for all of us. Yeah. Um, and so he takes this staff and walks away. Uh, and then Mr. Peabody uh, opens a newspaper, and all of the hieroglyphs, or, or sorry, all of the text changes to hieroglyphics. Yep. Uh, now, here's here's where we have to talk about racism again. Like, this is sort of like just looking at Chinese lettering and making squiggles yeah. that kind of look like that, because these are not real hieroglyphics. Nope. They just made little pictures. There's and birds, there's eyes, there's little canes, there's everything you expect to see there. I can yeah. think of a lore reason why this could be like this, but I don't want to defend it, this show. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, even in the lore reason, mm. why the fuck did they make the lore that way? So, like... That's the thing I've been trying to do a lot personally when I consume media, because my brain does that. It's like, well, there's a reason for it. Like, no, they could have just not written it like this. They could have written it better. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, well, here's the thing is that I kind of like the joke of like, but do more work. work, Or or if you're going to do no work, at least come up with an explanation like, like okay, Justin's studying high. Justin is studying Egypt shit, right? As soon as it, as soon as it gets announced, Michael's 
was theory was that he he's going to solve the day because he's going to be able to understand hieroglyphics. That's not what happens. It, it happens for no reason. But mm-hmm. like he could have been like, these aren't Egyptian hieroglyphics. What is this? Oh, this guy's from an alien planet yeah, that uses a similar language. Yeah, but like, mm. I still think that's he's like from Stargate World. It's still no, too yeah, lazy. No, yeah. and it's still kind of like. What, you could do better than that. Like, make it as simple as this is a monster that turns language into nonsense. And it's just like question sure. marks. There you go. Uh, yeah. Add signs and mm-hmm. exclamation marks and Windings, shit like that. Yeah. And then people will be like, sense. whoa, what we're doing? <laughs> we can't communicate. Whatever. It gives you the <laughs> same fucking, the same fucking result without being kind of racist. Yeah, you're Fair. right. So, Remember, in kids, any case, there's uh, always a less racist to do that thing you're thinking about doing. There's, there's always a less racist way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so his his staff changes text to uh, hieroglyphics. I guess passively, because yeah. like, it wasn't doing that when he had it, but maybe... Yeah, it's yeah. whatever it's waved in front of turns into that. Yeah, the question about, like you said, though... Uh, Fabi, it does. This does not factor into the plot, really. It's only it makes them notice something's weird. That's mm-hmm. it. They it doesn't like screw with them because they can't read instructions or anything like that. Yeah. So Adam uh, shows up at school with the staff, and he de- now I will say, and 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 Cat is there with his with her son Justin reading uh, with excuse him. You, <laughs> it's their son. Cat is raising yeah, that true. kid with. Tanya and Adam and Tanya. Tanya. I wanted to say Rocky so bad. I miss him. Uh, (laughs) So, um, now he takes this, this staff into, I guess the library at Angel Grove, which is Mm -hmm. a bummer for them. uh, No, this is the, this is the, the, the study room in the high school. Oh, you're right. But he does ruin all these books, Mm -hmm. uh, because he says, Hey, uh, we're going to the movie. And, um, Justin says that they're going o- over ancient e- Egypt, uh, and then they notice that, uh, oh shit, all of our text has changed to hieroglyphics for some reason. Um, but yeah, also this is where, uh, Justin says, whoa, that staff is cool. It matches this real staff in this book, which again, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Um, so Justin notices that everything has changed to it, not just the book they've got. Yeah, um, and Adam makes a weird leap of logic there because Justin hands him the book that is now filled with hieroglyphics, and Adam says, "You got a book printed up in ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics." <laughs> yes, like, that is maybe a okay. Weird... Maybe start with you have a book that's in hieroglyphics, not you had one made for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird logic leap for some yeah. reason. Um, so. Uh, let's see. We're in for some serious chaos if the whole word world becomes unreadable. Yeah. Says. Uh, so we cut down to, um, uh, the sub and, uh, also the sub, which is Pharaoh, because he's <laughs> kneeling in front of, uh, Divatox. And, uh, <laughs> the sub and she's the sub. like, what? It's the sub and the sub. Sub and the sub. And yep. she says, Eat the uh, sub. Oh, you suck. You're terrible. Um, and he says, 
Oh, I planted your detonator. Be a good girl and send me home. A lot of sexual tension in this scene. <laughs> um, Not till it goes off. Jesus. I definitely so... mean my orgasm. Yeah. This is all extremely roleplay. It's weird. <laughs> it is. I will say I understand that the reason is because he has to fight the Megazord at the end of the episode. Uh-huh. But why she like won't send him back until the bomb blows up, which is not under his control at all. I mean, because she wants him to die. That's the point. She's going to oh, send him I, off I to do know. things until also, he's dead. I don't know if you know this, Zach, but as much as we love Diva Talks, she is a bad person. <laughs> oh, also, she's, <laughs> right, she's also dumb. Uh, but so then we see uh, the Jim and Juice bar in hieroglyphics, which is great. Um, Kat calls uh, Demetria to to tell her that printed words are turning into hieroglyphics, and and she uh, all but says it's the fucking staff in your hand, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know what it could be. I'm can not I sure. Say, can I say something though? I <laughs> I have to say I love Power Rangers in all its goofiness. Like I'm obviously I do this show. I really enjoy it. Even Turbo, I've been having a good time with. Um. I don't think I've ever run out of patience with anything in this show as quickly as I have with Demetria. I'm fucking done with this. It's She's so stupid. It, so it hasn't been a concern for I me. Know. I know. Yeah. I, this time it didn't bother me because she really was pretty clear. Like, it's the fucking staff, you guys. And it, they're just like... I'm not even like saying it. I don't, I'm not even saying it's like a particularly egregious. It's just something about it. Okay. Like immediately ground on me in the wrong way, and, and, and we, I just we, we also see the 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 food court sign or the Jim and Juice Bar yes. sign in hieroglyphics, and I'm sorry, but I laughed. It's, it's pretty so funny. stupid looking. She says, "Um, <laughs> she says like, what could have made that happen? What, uh, what, what is symbol this? of long ago could make that happen?" And then, ah, oh, that's that's a tough one. And the camera pans over to the staff. I think Demetrius should just start saying stuff like, "It's the staff." With a question mark, <laughs> and that would work better to these yeah. assholes. Or like, do you have a staff on you? <laughs> um, but like, the um, thing is, it's, it's, this one's really because she says it like in three different ways. Yes. It feels like, and they still don't get it. <laughs> um, we cut inside to the gym and juice bar where the uh, the neon sign changes, which is to, the, my favorite. That yeah, that, it, it's that the one visual me. joke they make with hieroglyphics in this episode and it's not terrible um a, a customer at uh at lieutenant stone's juice i love bar, how he calls lieutenant stone young man uh, this, this extremely the, middle-aged man who's just sitting again, in the youth center trying to order his a name is either jerome stone or ernie stone i will not i will not be here for this cop propaganda or cop agenda in our podcast yes. Yeah, they call right. him. They call him Lieutenant. Well, of course they do. They're <laughs> cops. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> so he, the this customer is like, "What the hell is this bullshit?" And he shows him the menu, <laughs> and it's this all. This is the last time I come to the Millennial Bar and <laughs> your fucked up hieroglyphics menu. I'm gonna go to a real bar now. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Stone is like, I don't know, I'm sorry, uh, let me, uh, just tell me what you want and I'll get it for you. Uh, this is a point where I noticed that Lieutenant Stone's, uh, name tag is also in hieroglyphics, 
which is kind of an, a step to go to when nobody oh, can notice. fucking tell yeah. because it's eight, uh, eight <laughs> Clearly SD. they have the prop master on this show that was as dedicated to their job as the one that's on the show. So. Right. Yeah, and here's where we get Sad Skull, which I love. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so now we cut over to Balkan Skull, who, again, are monkeys, in case you've missed a previous episode. Um, and uh, they're like, oh boy, uh... We've got a great opportunity, and this is the point at which Bulk, ten episodes into being a monkey, hits upon, I don't know, the most (laughs) obvious solution to their problem of trying to inform people that they are Bulk and Skull, Uh is that they can draw things, because they have hands and thumbs. So they're going to draw a picture to show everyone what happened to them. We couldn't have asked for a better opportunity. We can't ask for anything in case you haven't noticed. But we can draw. We'll use pictures to show everyone what happened to us. What do you think? I think you're onto something. Come on, Skullovich. We have got to find something to draw with. Hey, wait. So then we cut to uh, the best scene in the whole episode, which is Pharaoh... Just going like, oh, man, I'm nothing without my staff. That's all my power. And there are just two children behind him, and they, like, start tugging on his costume like shitty kids to a Mickey Mouse. Uh And they just start, like, beating him up. Yeah, like, I'm kind of surprised this isn't Power Rangers because, like, Usually Power Rangers, like, is, like, always trying to tell you how to be a good person, and, and bullies always get what's coming to them. These kids are bullies. If this man, if this Thero monster had been an actual man in a prop costume, they're horrible children. But because it's a monster, they don't really examine it, yep. I guess. So, it's like these two bullies manifested out of the ether. They come from nowhere. Nothing happens to them. They disappear after that. I feel like the universe summoned them there to fill the void left by Vulcan's call. Here's the thing. Don't fucking... I knew kids in high school who would, like, fuck with people in mascot costumes. That's awful. Their job is already rough enough. Don't do that. Thank you, Saka. I appreciate someone who used to be in the mascot costume. Oh, really? Which one? Uh, It was an eagle. It was my... I, of course, was the high school mascot. Uh, I was the eagle. That's wonderful. Which people called the chicken because it didn't really look like an eagle. But, you know... (laughs) Well, cool. Um, but yeah, I also, like I find I'm, I'm confused over the the affair of saying, "Go tell your mother she wants you." What is yeah, what, does what that does that mean? mean? <laughs> but, but so they start making fun of him, and then uh, the, he says that, and he's like, "Beat it!" And then the kid says, "The kid goes, oh yeah, kiaing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a karate kid, also. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. It's like it feels like he's influenced by Power Rangers to be a karate uh-huh. kid, and now he's beating up random people. <laughs> yeah, he's seen he, this kid has like half for half of his life. He's seen the Power Rangers beating up monsters daily, and he knows now that when he sees one, that's what you do. This is the new generation that's being raised in this world, and it's not going to be long before everyone is like that in this world. Yeah, that's so what leads he, to was it Time Force where. Time Force actually examines it. Yeah, yes. Yes. like anyone who's not human gets no, not Time Force sent uh, to jail. Is it Time Force? Or is it I think it's Time Force. This? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's Time One. It's because I remember there's a whole episode where Trip is running around with a monster who's like doesn't want to be a criminal, and mm-hmm. he's trying to like oh, help him not get arrested like bigotry or something against mutants in the yeah. future. Um. So. He sweeps the leg of this monster, of Pharaoh, who falls down, 
the child just screams at this man who's now fallen down onto his back. Uh, <laughs> his costume sticks. Like, yeah, yeah, we got him. And also, <laughs> Draco Malfoy he, over there. The monster, <laughs> Pharaoh, then like rolls back and forth and says, <laughs> "I've fallen and I can't get up." <laughs> Which is incredible. This is, this is the monster of the week of this Power Rangers episode. An action show it. where superheroes have to it. fight him. It's so good. <laughs> uh, then at that point, uh, Divatox's little um, uh, periscope comes up from a mop bucket in the corner. And she's just like, boy, this is real sad. <laughs> Which I think is very funny. Mm-hmm. Like, even... They who like clearly don't like this guy, Rygog is like, maybe we should give him his staff back. And Diva talks is like, yeah, probably. If only so we can get this plan moving along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they send some piranatrons. Uh, and uh, they ambush. They're walking around. Adam's like, oh, "We're looking for some kind of symbol," and he like juts the staff out when he says it, and it's like, "God yes. damn it, Adam!" <laughs> uh, they they get attacked by protrons. Uh Justin, who in general is not that much worse of an actor than everybody else on the show. Mm-hmm. Has a really bad sushi anyone line. Like yeah. the delivery is. Really and then, we, bad. and then we see Justin eating one of the piranhas. Yeah, and then he eats them. It's weird. <laughs> he just puts some. He just puts some fucking t- uh, some soy sauce on him, and he eats them. It's wild. <laughs> it's it's really weird. Like I don't know. Uh, it got really dark. No, they fight. Also, uh, way to waste your only one liner in on only episode ten, Justin. You, you should have kept it for later. That's true. Uh, so Adam uses the staff to hit somebody, which like. I, you know, that doesn't seem like it's smart. really wobbly. He, by the yeah, way, at this okay. point he still thinks it's the the, the, the prop. prop from his yeah. show, and the prop master said, "Take real care of it. This thing is really shitty." There, and, like he's yes. just fighting monsters with it. He now. just fights monster with it. One of the pranchons grabs it. It is at this point that we see that the powerful ancient staff is super wiggly. Yep, it's not very structurally sound. <laughs> um, it gets knocked way out of his hand. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they fight over it while Piranatrons go and grab it. I do say, I will say this is a good fight. In particular, there's this kind of neat, uh, stunt with Cat where she, she goes to backhand a Piranatron and he like limbos under it and then she just stomps on him, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that part. Um, but yeah, they they, they get, uh, they lose it. The Piranatrons grab the staff and get away. Uh, and they're like, oh, that staff must have been what they were talking about. And Adam's like, but I made that staff. That doesn't make it's any sense. It's made of paper mache and wood. <laughs> he literally says that. It's really yep. good. Uh, so they're like, um, well, go ahead. Also, apparently, the, the correct term for prontrons in a group is a school, as Justin oh, says. Yes, they do say that. <laughs> uh, they do say that. I forgot about that. They, sh- they say, we need to tell the others. Uh, Smash cut to uh, the Jim and Juice Bar where Tanya and Tommy were just hanging out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and, like, this whole conversation, Tommy's, like, kind of has a look on his face, like, hmm, that is weird, hmm. But he's, like, not, looks like he doesn't actually care that much. (laughs) Uh, We've said it before, Jason David Frank is all the way checked out. Oh, yeah, you can totally tell. Like, he clearly is ready to go. 
Uh, it's weird. There's still like another eight episodes with him in it, but boy, he does not want to be there. And it's, the other weird part is that after he leaves the show, he clearly becomes the one that wants to come back the most. But at this point, it doesn't look well, like. Yeah, it. because at this point, he thinks he still has like a career outside of the show. Yeah, and, yeah. And then he was like, "Oh no, no one but Power Rangers really cares about me, huh?" Oh, okay. Not okay so can can I come? Can I come back? <laughs> he has been in other things, but yeah. Yes, apparently, bit, he was on this but... like soap opera where he actually like hooked in in one of the episodes. The character he played hooked up with another character who was also played by a previous Power Rangers actress. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're like, okay, well, there's got to be another explanation because I made that staff. It doesn't make any sense. Mr. Peabody shows up with the staff. All star of the episode. Oh, by the yeah, he is very funny. That mm-hmm. not on purpose, but just like he's so stuffy. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is and that then he the has actor's a- like putting shit into it. Like I'm not saying mm-hmm. he's a good actor, but like he's he's going for it. <laughs> it's, my favorite thing is he's just they've given him every nerd signifier at once. Uh-huh. He has yep, a big has- bow tie. Yep, check. He has he has uh, suspenders. Check. And he has 30 pins in his front yep, pocket. Yep, a pocket protector. He has yeah. the little librarian glasses. Yes. He has bright colors. Everything. Yeah. It's very silly. So he says, you signed the staff out, but you left it at work. Uh, and he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Uh, and Mr. Peabody is like, don't mess up my inventory. Uh, jerk. And then he leaves. Um, and Adam's like, okay, so... I have two, there's two staffs, so now I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, I, I would really like him to take a second to go, wait, so did the Piranatrons return the staff to the inventory? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tommy says Divatox is behind this, but there's got to be more to it, at which point Justin screams a detonator in Tommy's face. <laughs> Very funny. I love A again that they've realized like okay, so her playbook is one page, guys. Like she's only got the one thing. Uh, and also I love that Justin just screams it at him. It's very funny to me for some reason. Um so uh, they're like, okay, it must be at the stunt stage because that's where this all ha- uh, started. So they head back over there and start looking through all these items, which, again, I don't know if they're supposed to be real, like, Egyptian artifacts or what because it's very confusing. Um, but uh, Mr. P- Peabody is like, hey, what How the hell are you doing here? before me? Better yeah. yet, why are all of you back here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, hey, I'm looking for uh, something that's back here. Uh, and Mr. Peabody's like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know what it is. Wah. And Peabody's um, like, I know everything in here. And, um, and I kind of like this because Tommy gets the idea of like, oh, well, we'll help you. And starts like putting stuff in front of his face. And he's, he's saying like, oh, I know what that is. So that's how they're trying to find the detonator is to like find the one thing that this guy doesn't recognize. Right. Which so they're I showing think him stuff. A really yeah, clever that, little that he, thing. No, I think it's cute. Yeah, he and he's just like, yep, that that's that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, and uh, eventually, we cut down to Diva Talks, who says, "Oh, those meddling kids," which is dead. <laughs> um, and Porto says, "Don't worry, uh, it's going to take them so long 
to find it that uh, that they won't be able to disarm it, which, again, just set the timer a little bit lower and it'll uh-huh. be fine. Uh, Pharaoh is all like, hooray, I've got the, my staff back, so I'm going to go fuck him up, and then you better send me home. Uh, and Divatox is laying it on real thick. She's like, oh, yes, you're so strong, uh, and you should go murder them, please. Um, and then uh, he leaves, and she tells Porto, like, they're totally going to kill him, and then they still won't get the detonator, so I double win. Uh, <laughs> we cut to back to the Rangers. Um, uh, Justin goes to grab the little pyramid that we've previously seen as the detonator, and it shocks him for some reason. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't come up again. Nope, it, it doesn't really make any sense. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, oh, I don't recognize that. And they're like, haha, it's this. Mm-hmm. Then my favorite, this is my second favorite thing that happens in this episode, which is that, uh, <laughs> which is that he goes to pick it up. Adam goes to pick it up and Kat says, be careful. And Adam's <laughs> like, you're right. Good call. And then he morphs and pulls out a bazooka to just shoot. The- <laughs> they all morph. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. all morph. Yes. True. Uh, but they all morph, and then Adams just pulls out his big fucking gun, which is <laughs> very funny to me. Um, Watch like it real quick, Fabi, we still got you here? Yeah, I'm here. I, listen, I told you that energy wasn't going to last the whole podcast. <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. Um, I'm all uh, right. Thank you for checking. So no he problem. goes to blow up this... Uh, the pyramid thingy with his giant blaster and then the pharaoh shows up surrounding them with paratatrons and uh let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Hey everyone, Luke here to tell you about a new show called Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast that's really two actual play RPG podcasts, releasing on alternating Mondays. I GM both campaigns, and the whole thing's been set up so we can playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, a game written by me and totally reprise host Molly Rhinebeck. Give it a listen at AudioEntropy.com or head over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Playtest, where for a small fee you can get early access to the game. It's awesome! Go listen to us! Here we go. Three, two... One. Hey everybody, welcome back. So we have that was a, a good fun... clap. I know this is not a podcast where we talk about claps, <laughs> but that was a good clap. Good job, yeah. us. We did. <laughs> Let's all give a big hand to our claps, everyone. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> no, you'll screw up the sinking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we have a fun fight. I don't know fight. how technology works. <laughs> we have a pretty good fight. Uh, so this is something that I don't know how much we've talked about. I think we may have mentioned it last episode. Um, 
the suited fights against the Piranatrons are all new footage because yeah. there aren't Piranatrons. There's also mm-hmm. a new song mm-hmm. for this fight, yes. which are, previously it's been all kind of like rehashes of Mighty Morphin songs, which I didn't mind because I love Mighty Morphin songs. But yeah, this, this is like one. get into. It's got a bunch of like car themed lyrics, like get into gear and stuff like that. It's fine. Um, the fight itself is pretty good. It's I one like of the it better ones. Yeah, yeah a, that we've the, seen the, in a the, while. The stunts in this episode have been very good. The stunt show and this fight included have been like mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, so finally we 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 fight for a long time, and then eventually, uh. Pharaoh uh, sees that the light is coming in uh, at, at his correct angle and or whatever for his powers. Um, and uh, Adam tries to shoot him and Pharaoh uses his magnifying glass thingy to reflect it back. Uh, we cut down to uh, Divatox who shoots uh, the grow missiles at uh, or I guess they're torpedoes at mm-hmm. Pharaoh. Uh, he gets big, and then this is kind of funny to me, which is that the, they didn't beat the Piranatrons. The Piranatrons just decide, oh, okay, yeah. bye, then. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they just are like, oh, well, I suppose we aren't needed anymore, and they just leave. <laughs> because, well, like, the they... Thing, it's, like, it's like, the bad guys were winning, and then she decides to, to grow this guy, like... Right. It's just funny, because they've made a pretty clear point of when they beat the Piranatrons, they, like goop out and fade away mm-hmm. you literally see them just walking like yep. off camera they're just like okay goodbye <laughs> and it's very funny to me uh so s- i'm gonna go into the car ranger garage here real quick just just okay. do a little pull in pit stop at the car ranger garage because uh this is all sentai footage um <laughs> That was you, like yeah, that burning wire, burning wire, burning ro- uh, tubber, tubber <laughs> tire, tubber <laughs> <laughs> is good. It's yeah, a burning tubber, burning rubber as you get into the car ranger garage. Yes. Um. So the the, the car ranger episode about this is um uh the the Divatox equivalent the the girl uh she she really wants a new necklace. So they get this guy, um, this rope, this 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 monster that can like find things real good to start robbing jewelry stores to get her this cool necklace that she draws on the wall, which clearly looks like a bridge. Um, oh, and, interesting. <laughs> uh, the uh, which is why the bridge shit happens later in this episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, the power, the, the the Car Rangers plot is that the pink racer and the yellow racer are fighting for essentially like no reason. They're just fighting, and like. There's some really good parts with that, like during fights and stuff. Uh, especially like later on, they're like when they're in the 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 um the Megazord together, and the the Yellow Ranger and Pink Ranger are fighting, and they're just pissing off the guys, and they're like, "You're both wrong, stop it!" And they're like, "Well, fuck you guys, then," and they just leave. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. <laughs> and then um the the red racer goes after them, and the green racer blurs is like, "What? Is There's only two. What? You can't fucking go too." And, then, and, and the red racer goes, and like they they're having their spat, and they um 
they kind of are getting over it and the Red Racer shows up to try and help. And how they resolve it is they both punch the Red Racer in the face and it makes them both feel better. Because they were mad for like no real reason. They just need to get their emotions out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And, yeah, and, and, I mean, and it, it comes up in the fight though because you see it a few times here where there's like shots of like Pink yeah. Ranger and Yellow Ranger like kind of like driving. And there's a part where like the when they're fighting inside the Megazord, the Megazord arms, which are the Pink Ranger Zords, start like flailing around and the yellow foot starts stomping. Like they have yeah. explicit control over each of their parts. Yeah. Which, you know, we've had that question before. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 just a fun fight. Um at the end of it, they kill the monster and the the lady's like, Oh, I guess I didn't want a necklace, I wanted a bridge. Huh. Weird. And then there's a good part where like um, Grotch and Zel, um, Zelmoda, which are like Elgar and, um, Porto, are just like, why did that guy have to die? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, don't worry, just don't worry about it. It's- just That's move very on. Funny. <laughs> like he died for no reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we obviously don't have that context here, but this is easily one of the best, uh, like, Megazord fights we've had in forever. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, like, there's actually prop uh, buildings, which we haven't... It, it kind of... I didn't realize how long it had been since there, you know, you actually see the Megazord or the monster, like, smash into a building. It's been forever oh, yeah. since we've seen yeah. that. The whole, the um, whole Carnage episode is really good, just by the way. Just, like, go check cool. it out yeah, if you have go any check interest it out. in it. But, like, the, the, uh, Car Ranger, me- or sorry, the, the Turbo Episode Ranger Megazord. Six, by the way. There you go. Is getting the crap kicked out of it and it's being, like, smashed into buildings and stuff. Uh, and it's so, like, it's down and pinned. And then, uh, the, the guy, like, runs off and he realizes, like, I'm so powerful in the, in this show. He's like, I'm so powerful. Why should I work for, Diva talks. I can do whatever I want, and he does. He starts to pull up this suspension bridge, which I now understand why this is here. Because before I was like, "Man, this is an elaborate plot for or uh, an elaborate um, prop for no reason." <laughs> before, because <laughs> um, it's this big suspension bridge, and he tries to pull it up, uh, and car uh, the Megazord just rips him off it, which uh, is very funny because I, you know. It's all models, but I assume there are cars on that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if we're thinking about the logic of it. Oh, yeah, tons uh, of people is, are dead. Yeah, like, it's very dangerous. They knocked over buildings and shit. Like, but yeah, this is this is a fucking fantastic Zord fight, which is another reason why I love this episode. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. And uh, then we sort of see some of the red, uh, yellow and pink ranger stuff that you were talking about, because we see them, like, specifically in the Megazord punching and kicking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, the cat smashes his lens and then, uh, they do a, a turbo kick, which is, I guess they just jump up in the air and, uh, the yellow foot kicks him in the face, mm-hmm. uh, and they pretty much take him down that way. And then they use the big old sword, which I still love that they have to spin to do this, this move. It's, it's very funny to me. Cool move. Uh, but yeah, they kill him that way, blow him up. Uh, and there you go. It is a cool fight, though. You should watch it if you have the chance. It's, it's pretty neat. Um, we cut down to, uh, uh, Divatox and Porto's like, oh no, the Pharaoh blew up. And she's like, finally closure, which is very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a murder, this guy. Uh, and, 
And she's just she going to call her therapist again and say, I actually, guess what? I finally got over it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good now. Thanks. Oh, what'd you do? I murdered him. I, I told you him. specifically not to do that, Diva Talks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the therapist is going to go, well, that's great because we're evil space people. Even the therapists say you should do that. Okay. <laughs> Evil space therapist. And, and uh, then Adam's about to shoot Mr. Peabody. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. Mr. Peabody is holding it, and he, he aims I know, it at just, He starts aiming it at him before Mr. Peabody throws it in the air. So I'm just imagining Adam was just going to shoot it out of his hand. Yeah, he, he startles Mr. Peabody because he's a <laughs> superhero with a giant gun. And <laughs> Mr. Peabody throws it up in the air, which he then uh, blows up. Uh, and he's like, or, Adam forgot that he he left it back here. He, he's gonna be really upset with you guys. And I love how Mr. Peabody's character trait is that he's just constantly nagging. Uh-huh. It doesn't yeah. matter who he's talking to. <laughs> uh, we see the phone revert back to uh, the phone sign revert mm-hmm. back to phone. Uh, so all this the text is going back into English. I almost said normal, but you know that's weirdly. <laughs> anyway. You didn't um, have to tell us that, Zach. You could have just like it's fine. corrected yourself so, and moved on. <laughs> so we cut down to Divatox, and she's like, "Oh man, I, you know, I." I didn't well, actually, get to kill she's bummed out, and the first thing she says, "The Pharaoh is history." So now she's sad that he's dead. It's, I guess, the therapy yeah. wasn't quite over there because she still has some stuff to deal with. So um, now we're getting a scene with a, a special guest, which we haven't seen in the show for a while. And a I, special I, guest. I, I, okay. have, I have a surprise for all of you here. I have Emily here to come on the show <laughs> to talk okay. about where she's been. Emily, hey, Emily, Emily you're here. already in the y'all. You're already in the podcast. You're you're. Hmm, I think <clears> Emily <throat> has lost it. I think she uh, has uh, podcasters hello? disease. Hello, it's. It's me, Emily Power Rangers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Emily Power Rangers. I got confused with Emily. You know Emily? You're, you're friends with Emily. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm where, sorry. Where? Emily uh, Podcast Host. You know Emily Podcast yeah, Host? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're good friends. We're, we're, we're all part of the Emily Okay, Guild. well, uh, go ahead. Come in. Take a seat in the studio. Uh, hey, listeners. We have Emily Power Rangers right here today. Uh, so please send us your calls if you have anything you want to call her. You know the number, you know the line, you can get us on Twitter. Um, so, hey, hey, Emily Power Rangers, uh, what can you tell us about this episode, your last appearance in in Power Rangers? Well, I was like, honestly, on my way out of Angel Grove, I just, I just broken up with Jason after he left me for Kimberly. Um, <laughs> okay, so sad, the show like... is real. Everything that happens in the show is real. It, it is canon. I mean, yeah. Okay, I mean, I lived I'm just it. I mean, we we are we are talking to Emily Power Rangers and not the name of the actress portraying her right now. So, well, to be fair, they do have an actress named Cat who plays a character named Cat. So it can be confusing that way. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, yeah. I just I just kind of came in and like I was I was just about to say goodbye to everybody when I saw that these chimpanzees had drawn this painting elaborately and I thought that they would all like to see it. But but the main thing is though is that um, I'm happy now. Um, I'm 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 living with my girlfriend uh, who's also <laughs> a, a a motorcycle gang member. And, okay, uh, cool. We're doing okay. Yeah. Great. So, well, so I, would, I would give you an update on that. Uh, I have a student, I think nice. Jason's still with Kimberly, but you know, I don't know. I haven't kept up with him. He's a, he's a, he's just a fucking jackass. It's like oh. 
<laughs> well, some bitterness very, there. You should talk to Diva re- Talks. Listen, she has a great <laughs> therapist. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really upset because like we were, we, we brought Kimberly into a relationship like together, and then <laughs> just like it, I, fucking. It, it, it was probably the time when they they turned evil together. That that changed everything, right? Yeah, I think I think when he called me on the phone to break up with me, he had some weird gravelly demon voice, but like I didn't really <laughs> think about it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I'll I'll return I'll I'll leave now and get podcaster Emily back. Okay, here thank, okay. thank you okay, so thanks. much. Bye. Oh, thanks. Bye, I'll, I'll come back on anytime. I'm on... Okay, bye. Hey, it's me again, Emily hey, Podcast Emily. You just <laughs> missed Power Rangers, Emily. No, I mean I called her over here. It's I saw so the weird thing. that we never see both of y'all in the <laughs> same place at the same time. You don't see me at all, Fabby. We don't I, use webcams. We I see you all the time. Is your desk okay though? Oh, you were tapping it for some reason back there. You know, on Twitter, so, your picture shot. So here's so in case you're confused by that <laughs> bit. Uh, Emily, uh, the character who was sort of a love interest for Jason, shows up for, I don't know, 17 seconds in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, she just literally is there to, like, okay, my wife was watching this episode with me, and she was like, who's that character who just walks up to them and says hello? And I was like, the Orange I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, nobody. She's not totally not a character because listen, I recognized her immediately. I like, did not. <laughs> I apologize. It I was been a shocked. <laughs> it's real weird. She has not been in any of these episodes. She just shows up for no reason and then is never mentioned again. Uh, but anyway, she she says, hey, like, you guys got to see this. And they all go outside to see that uh, Bulk and Skull have painted a, a, a picture, which they say is that uh, is um, that's you know, them them's... trying to communicate that they are Bulk and Skull. But this whole scene is focused on these two also nobody characters, these douchey art critics, I guess, who are commenting on it. Kind of love yeah. that. Yeah, they're like it's. It says something about the human soul. <laughs> yep, and like, or, oh no, I think it's actually about like uh, an old man pondering the meaning of life. It yep. is a. It is an ice cream sundae. It is a they, picture yeah, of an ice cream sundae. There are two guys, and they both look like different Steve Buscemi roles. It's weird. <laughs> I, I yeah, and I can, I cannot I cannot blame them for not figuring out what happened because like what the fuck were you thinking, Bulk? Why didn't you draw like a comic or something that showed what happened? But okay, it, that, that or, part you doesn't know, like, make a those, lot of sense. Uh, Animorph covers, but it's just Bulk and Skull <laughs> turning into chimpanzees. <laughs> yes, I want fan yes, art of yes. that. Please send us art of Bulk and Skull drawing themselves as Animorph covers. Oh God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, like, that part doesn't really make any sense. Why would they, they clearly can think, so why would they, like, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. It's Also, they like, just, yeah. they apparently just painted a rainbow on Jerome Stone's face. Yeah, so, also that, for yep. no reason. That's just because it's fun, I think. Yep. Uh... And that's pretty much it. It ends with it ends with. By the way, it does end with Tommy pointing and laughing at Jerome, and no one else doing that, which is very funny to me. It's 
<laughs> like only Tommy is doing it. And it's, like the, the freeze frame has Emily in the frame also, which is like, Yeah, you know she's just Power Rangers Emily, our favorite character. Yeah, and she's wearing an orange shirt, so it almost looks like she's, she's the orange ranger character. in that group <laughs> shot there in an no, alternate universe, I guess. No, we all know that the only orange ranger of this era is Cole. Who's Cole? Yes. Uh, so, anyway, uh, that's the episode. That's pretty much it. It's fun. It's real silly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it had a lot of goofy uh, humor in it, which I've, I, which I've loved from Turbo. It had and, but barely it also any had, Elgar in it, so it was, okay. it was the best Turbo is, episode by I, default. I'll, I'll let you go off that. It, just, it had a lot of goofy humor, which I enjoy from Turbo, and it also had a lot of good Power Rangers action, so I thought it was really, really good. I Maybe maybe I'm just being a party pooper, but I just kind of checked out the moment the racism happened. And I could. there were a couple times that I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But like my my enjoyment for it, my enthusiasm for it was not there the moment that it was like, you didn't have to make this the plot and you decided to make this the plot. It's the first, unless I'm misremembering, it's the first Turbo episode that has, not counting the movie, of course, that has, like, big racism energy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, which yeah. is not strange for Power Rangers, but it's the first time in Turbo, and I was, I was hoping it wouldn't happen. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. If y'all like it, that's good for you, but... I personally be like, you can skip it. That's fine. I will it. say this. I am now very concerned because this is the first no background bit for Elgar episode. Yeah, I and really, I'm really hope that comes back. I'm pretty I'm sure really you'll be worried. satisfied to know that Elgar isn't done showing his stupid face around that show. No, He's but even, like, even sticks through in space. You have like two seasons of Elgar, so... Be happy, everyone. But like, I I don't I don't understand why you don't like him because he he like his background he's scenes are like are like fucking perfect. Like I don't know, he's not funny. He's annoying. He's dumb. He's ugly. I I hate him. He has a you, bad how voice. How do you not find him trying to catch a flying fish with a fucking bird like a fly swatter hilarious? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> There's very few things that are intentionally uh, hilarious on Power Rangers. To be fair, but. So the um yeah I mean I don't know it's it I thought it was pretty good but I I really hope that that's this is not uh, a new trend and that they resume my regularly scheduled Elgar jokes thank you uh this has been my request anyway uh we have some I questions. think I meant to say this earlier but I forgot can we get like okay so if I start a leather writing campaign to make Gwengar canon do you think we can make that happen. Uh, I don't know. To who? I, I guess Boom Studios. They they could they could do that. Well, not right now. Comic I mean, maybe. wouldn't you have to go to Marvel too? If you're, if you're specifically calling her, no, Gwengar. we could switch her like Kimberly Gar or something. <laughs> Kimgar. Yeah. Kimgar. You know. <laughs> Okay, fair. Sure. I don't know. Maybe. Go for also, it. Also, Marvel does not own copyright on the name Gwen. Yeah, it's like water in the world. It's can't do anything about that. I assumed it was specifically Gwen Stacy as Elko. No, it's specifically <laughs> Gwenpool. Specifically okay, Gwenpool. Who is Gwen Stacy, though? No, well. it's not. She's not. She's not. She's she not. Is not. 
No, she is not. alternate reality Gwen Stacy. She is not. She is a le- girl named Gwendolyn Poole who when giving her okay. name, someone thought she was like a Gwen Stacy Deadpool, but she's completely unrelated. That's, That's her amazing. given name. She's amazing. Everyone needs to go and get the latest uh, Gwenpool like uh, mini. It's like beautiful and wonderful and funny and made me cry. It's all about her trying to get ratings so that she doesn't get canceled by Marvel. You- it's fucking amazing. Do you know who wrote Gwenpool? Yeah, uh, I believe her name is Leah Williams. At least this so that's latest, the latest. Yeah. Yeah, that's the latest one, and, and that is wonderful. Her ongoing was written by Chris Hastings, who was the 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 guy who did Doctor McNinja, the webcomic, that's which fair. apparently oh, he wow. works for Marvel now, which I think is very funny. Gwenpool's uh, really good. Gwenpool's the one character people yeah. keep sleeping on. I like Gwenpool a lot. She's a great character. Um, Gwenpool is so. the best pool and the best Gwen. Hammer thrown, <laughs> wow. hands down. At me, motherfuckers. <laughs> Quite a statement. So uh, we have some questions. If you have a question for uh, for us, send them to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, Teens with Tude at Gmail dot com, or Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Uh, so Adam on Gmail sends us a question or a couple. Uh, he says, hey, "I have Adam, a, I love a couple- you on the show." <laughs> I have a couple questions that came about after uh, showing a friend your show for the first time. Why would first you do season, that? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. Thank you for doing that, Adam. Uh, in the first season of Power Rangers, Zordon says that the Rangers embody certain aspects of their Zords. So I don't know if y'all remember this, but <laughs> right. he's yes. like, Courage you, and bravery, J- each of them. Yeah, Kurt, you, Jason, brave and strong like the T-Rex, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How does that work for car zords? Did Zordon look into Adam's soul and divine that he embodies the spirit of the Jeep Grand Cherokee? <laughs> so, yes. Next so, question. So here's, the here's the thing. This I'm is a really Jeep a Grand Cherokee. Yes, you have a great this, transmission and RPM. <laughs> this isn't a question Your we can answer for so Gallon much. Are amazing. <laughs> but it is a funny joke that you wrote, and I appreciate you sharing it with me. It was good. Yeah, yes. that's a good point. Because even like, you know, I think um, we as humans tend to uh, give animals anthropomorphic qualities pretty easily. Like, ah, oh, the wolf is cunning and like that kind of thing. We just, it's just sort of natural for us to do that. Uh, cars... I mean, some people name their cars and stuff, but mm-hmm. like, I don't think most people look at a certain car and go like, "That car is brave." I mean, who, whoever, or, whoever made um, Cars, the movie, right. certainly did. Oh, that's true. <laughs> some yeah, cars are brave. Maybe some are dumb. This is the cars, uh, the cars crossover that everybody this, this asked is, for. Yeah. I, I don't know if I ever got a chance to talk about this before again, but um, in in Shaman King. There's a uh, there's a bunch of these people who all have angel spirits these these badass angel spirits and they all like look robotic and shit right it turns out they're all the spirits of cars and they all can transform into cars it gets revealed later on they're not angels at all the spirits of cars yeah because like it, there's there's like some kind of philosophies that say like if you if you put enough love into an object if you put enough mm-hmm. pure soul oh, into an object like, it will get a soul uh, I mean. This Animism. is the show, so it's not, it maybe it's considered less canon, but there is a visual cameo in the Shaman King anime of uh, 
Dudley, I think it's Matt Hardy, and then Edge, all carrying uh, a table, uh, really, and a chair, respectively, and that's their like spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's that's one beautiful. scene of them fighting and like losing, but yeah. That's amazing. I've seen the whole anime. I didn't notice that happened. Let me me get you the image. Uh, So, in any way, in any case, uh, he goes on to say, um, also, what beloved television shows could only be improved with the inclusion of Rita Zed and the rest of the Moon Crew? And you know the answer to this question. It's all of them. There's no no show that wouldn't wouldn't be improved. I want to see them Uh, in Criminal Minds. His that would be pretty good. His suggestion of what shows to add Rita and Zed to are The Witcher, uh, Downton Abbey, which that's my favorite of his suggestions, uh, and Leverage. Actually, oddly enough, eh. Eh. no, not so much. <laughs> if you want my journey of two years on the TV show Leverage, go listen to Let's Steal a Podcast. It's a good but, podcast. But do you think it, it would be improved years. with Rita and Zed in it? Oh yeah, oh, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I'm okay. just saying you could, you could, you could, you could send them to a better show. But yes, re- hmm. The fuck Rita, and, would... Rita and Zed as a new neighbors on Full House. How would they? <laughs> re- like I don't even know. Uh, Heart would do power if Power Rangers exists. I'm, I'm a, there's a good chance Harrison referenced Power Rangers, and then I. I guess Elliot would just try to punch Sud. Uh, Parker would try to steal Rita's specter, and Nate would drink be- until unless it's season like four or three where they decided he actually wasn't an alcoholic and they didn't give it any fucking reason. Um, yeah, and Sophie would would Sophie. <laughs> you know she does she does brown face in that show anyway oh, jesus god. really god yeah um okay well fair enough uh so yeah there you go i i honestly like rita and zed of your suggestions in downton abbey is the funniest also because that show is mostly just about petty bickering and that's all they do anyway so <laughs> i think it would work I can't find um, the image of them with their weapons, but here are some like close-ups or of their faces from Shaman King. Uh Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Weird. Zeddy, the vicar's coming today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh on to another question. Uh Enith writes writes in, I hope I pronounced your name right, and this is very funny and adorable to me because hi all, I just started listening to your podcast thanks to my friend Adam's constant badgering <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it. So thank you again, Adam. Enith, welcome. <laughs> Um, wow, we're apo- building a cinematic universe over here. Yeah, apologies in advance for blah, blah, blah. Uh, basically, she says, I noticed a couple things. I was wondering if you noticed. Uh, in episode one of season one, when Alpha says, it's the big one, we're all going to die. Did you know that is a West Coast slash California joke? I didn't ever really think of this, to be honest with you, but it makes sense. She says, it refers to the big earthquake that is going to flatten the Cascade Range of Mountains and destroy the majority of the West Coast. It's been threatened for so many years and people are either genuinely afraid 
or think it is something to joke about or both because there's nothing we can do about it. I didn't really think about that specifically. I think I've heard that referenced by many different places yeah, over the years. Yeah, it's definitely, like, the big one is something that has been long predicted, that there's going to be a just massive earthquake on the uh, uh, San Andreas fault line in the West Coast. Um, and I didn't think about that because it's Alpha, and I didn't really think Alpha would have a ton of knowledge about that, but yeah, sure. Alpha's okay. very smart. Knows tons I of guess shit. that implies that Alpha is, like, just constantly maybe alpha has really bad anxiety and is constantly <laughs> dreading uh different apocalypses hey did anyone check on alpha in the past couple weeks is he doing all right no yeah sure alpha's he, alpha's okay. having a having a time right now <laughs> uh but you know he can't get diseases so he's fine uh no i mean I did we know robots that. can fall asleep don't speak too fast uh so here's another one that i really like uh from enith have you ever noticed how similar the ringtone in Kim Possible is to the Go Go Power Rangers theme, specifically through the Power Rangers communicators. Um, I have not. I loaded them both up. You are absolutely correct. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, whoa, they are brain moment. Very, very I've never similar. Kim Possible. Uh, and she says, if, uh, if it is the same, does that mean the shows are in the same universe, or is Kim Possible secretly a Power Ranger? I mean, yes to both of these. Yeah. Which generation of Ranger would she be in which color? Uh, uh, if you don't know what Kim Possible is, that is probably for the best, and I apologize for intruding on your ignorance. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Here's the thing. Kim, Kim Possible is a great show. What the I love a cartoon. It was um, <laughs> right around the same time as Totally Spies, and I always confuse those two shows together. I'd never confuse them because they look completely fucking different. <laughs> I've never watched either, so that's why, but... In the Kim Possible animated movie, uh, she has a um, like a power suit that that makes her stronger and stuff, and it is uh, white with blue accents. Uh, so I would assume she is either a white ranger or a blue ranger, depending upon the team aesthetics. See, I would have, the... I would have said black, but I like I like her as a white ranger. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it works. Well, also because White Ranger is like the other quote-unquote girl color. Sometimes they have the White Ranger be... See, that's a bad a reason to say that. Like, I was saying I, White I, Rangers are yeah. really powerful and like the leaders. I think, yeah, I'm going to say White Ranger mm-hmm. is the leader sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for my extremely unwoke comment. I, <laughs> I apologize. You're canceled, sec. I mean, here's the thing. Kim Possible is a is a cheerleader who's a superhero in her off time. She's totally a Power Ranger. Like, it's no, exactly yeah, the fucking, same thing. I love that she's, like, uh, a cheerleader, actually. That's cool. Uh, I mean, she would definitely get her along with Kim Burley Hart. Like, for sure. <laughs> they would be best friends. So there's that. They're also both named Kim, which, you know, that helps. That helps, uh, yeah. No, I love being friends with people with my name. That's how I met Emily from Power Rangers, is with the Emily Guild. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I, I had, like, seriously never thought about that, because, but the the tone, her, hers is through her phone, obviously, but, like, yeah, they sound exactly the same, almost, and I'd never thought about it before. Um, I saw, I also, I gotta say, the other day, I was at uh, Costco trying to uh, stay away from people and still buy food so that I don't die. 
Uh, and I heard somebody's phone text message just be the Power Rangers communicator thing, and I appreciate people repping it 30 years from the show. <laughs> like, good job. Keep yeah. doing it. I, I also haven't had a ringtone on my phone in... Right. Ooh, my, my stuff forever. is all default. I don't care about it anymore, but yeah. Well, do you ever not have it on mute? Because I... I mean, I, don't I, know. I Maybe leave it on people. noise when I'm home, mostly, but yeah. Mm. Fair enough. I'll put it on anyway. mute when I'm out, and then I'll get home and forget to unmute it and then not yeah. be able to find my phone. It's great. Uh, I also put yeah. the noise on when I have headphones in, so that way the notifications just go through my headphones and I know when Fair. I get something. Uh, so anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. If you've got some questions, send them in to us uh, where I said earlier. Um, Emily. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, you can find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. All right. Fabi, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, Fabi's going through her head, making sure she doesn't have anything I would like to plug. Nothing really. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. Uh, I, if, I, if something happens, I'll be there. There's a project I'm working on, though. Well, there's a project I'm part of. I'm not really working on anything that should be coming up soon that several people are going to talk about. And I'll probably also talk about it there because I'm excited for it. Um, and that's it. Just just follow me on fucking Twitter, you dork. <laughs> Do it. Uh, Simon, anything you want to plug? Uh, my Twitter is the real Simben, where I barely talk about the fact that I'm almost done with Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories. Good uh, game. It's pretty good, actually. You know what, Fabi? Yes. It's better than I thought. It than I remembered. I played a GBA one over a decade ago. Yeah. It's better than I thought it would be. Yeah. The GBA one. I I think if you played the GBA one today, you would think it's better than than probably Rechain. Because I think it just works better mechanically, mm-hmm. like a hundred times better in the sprite mm-hmm. form in the two D play. Yeah, yes, I like the sprite yes, version. And it's like the big, the big ver, the big console yeah. version is very obviously designed as a mobile game, so it's very yeah. small and contained. But yeah, uh, the story is really good. They're like, yeah. the no bits. Uh, that's one of my wait. What it's it my wasn't second a mobile game. Or first a mobile for handheld. Oh yeah, okay. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like mobile games <laughs> in the GBA era meant something different. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I find up to see uh, was trying to say it was a mobile game first, and they ported it to PS3. No, it was a GBA. Like, no. I, I, by mobile, I meant portable. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I got you. I'm sorry. I'm about Their mobile games by... are awesome. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there, good. but yeah. Uh, so we call in it. Week, and Union Cross have also I'll, some of the best stories. I'll play Recoded eventually because it got a DS port. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Union, you just watch, just watch the cutscene compilations on YouTube like everyone else for Union Cross. You don't need to play. How it. did we end yeah. up talking about fucking? Kingdom I'm Hearts in the again. podcast. That's I don't. I, I, the, the thing is, I was even saying that I don't even really talk about it on my Twitter. I just post a screenshot when I'm done. But yeah, it's yes. it's fine. Anyway. Check out AudioEntropy.com for a lot of other cool podcasts. Uh, we got a bunch of cool stuff on there. A uh, couple new ones coming out that I... Oh, I th- guess the uh, Life is a Reprise way, the Cars-centered podcast by Some the synergy there. of uh, Totally Reprise is out. And, uh, I mean, 
Listen, if you want to hear Luke yell about how Cars is fascist propaganda for three hours, you can go Which do is. that. <laughs> so. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can follow me on tw- on Twitter at Chinchy McChilla. And that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. I've been Simone. And I'm Fabby. And may the power protect you always. I'm going to start throwing my weight around and, like, force that I'm the one that always goes at the end and says, and I'm just because I want to. Yeah, I remember because you mentioned in the last episode that you wanted to be last. I was like, oh, shit, I should jump in now. Yeah. Good. Podcast top out. That was a mic drop, but the mic wasn't my phone. Bye. Bye.